Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I welcome you as I broadcast from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica. It is Sunday, the 23rd of August, 2020, and it is evening here, and we have an interesting arrangement in the heavens. So the first thing is that uh, the sun went into Virgo yesterday. And Mercury went into Virgo last week, and we talked about these things last week on the podcast. Um, However, what it has now presented to us is that we have six planets in Earth. So that's the Sun in Mercury in Virgo. There's Uranus in Taurus, and there's Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto, all in Capricorn. So the Earth signs are all covered. They, there's planets in every one of them, and it means that most of the planets are in Earth. Uh, Venus and Neptune are in water, and, um, you know, Neptune is in its own sign of Pisces, and Venus is in Cancer, and Mars, thankfully, is in fire. <laughs> <laughs> right now the moon is in Scorpio, so that's that's a little more water for a couple of days, and then, you know, the moon changes all the time. So what does this mean? It means that we are very practical right now, that many things are finding their way to us through practical matters. It means that we are uh, working with very earthbound energies. It means we're grounded where we need to be grounded. Um when things are in the ethers like air and fire and water and they're not they they're more imaginative they're more creative they're more ideal um, they're not in that practical you know I get up I go to work I come home with a paycheck <laughs> kind of place six planets in earth are are Maybe you feel things are a little boring, um, but it's allowing us to get a lot done. So if you want to manifest something right now, this is a good time. Because we had that nice new moon last week, I hope people did a manifestation for the new moon. But I also hope that people are finding their ways to practical means. Like if you're looking for a new job, that you're finding a new job or that you have interviews. Um, That if you are looking for... um, you know, a new home that you're finding that. If you are doing some very uh, practical, like you're building a new house, you're buying land, these are good things to do now. It can feel, to the the regular person who's not doing any of those things, um, it can feel a bit plodding. You know, we're just plodding along here. It's all earth. It's just all earth. It's just very very mundane nothing it's not like everything is in fire and we're we're just full of creativity and inspiration and we we want to make things happen and sometimes when we have everything in say fire and nothing in earth then nothing manifests so if you really want to manifest something use the planets the other planets the water planets and the fire planets to do some imaginative work and get creative and be a manifester. And one of the things that's so hard about this is that we don't have a lot of energy for these imaginative things. We have a lot of practicality and so we're 
doing our homework and our busy work and our dutiful work and our, you know, housework. And it's, it's not as fun as when, you know, there's lots of stuff in fire or, you know, it, it feels very mundane. And that doesn't mean that earth signs are boring. Um, you know, it means that there is a time for everything. And one of the good things about this is that all these earth planets, as they move through their respective signs, you know, um, not so much Uranus because it's an outer planet, it's going to move very slowly, but the sun and Mercury are going to make good aspects to the planets in Capricorn that have been causing all the disruption this year. So, you know, people are more likely to sit back and listen a little more now because of Mercury in its own sign of Virgo. And it's, it's good, you know, sit back and listen when I say that they're going to be a little more patient. They're going to be a little more, um, you know, focused. And they're going to, you know, maybe there's not so much energy to go out and protest or um, maybe the people are going to, are sort of waiting or, or figuring out practical things to do about stuff. Um, and they are listening to what's going on with the global issues that are happening right now. Now, the sun, as we know, stays in up sign for a month. And so it will be, you know, it went in on the 22nd. It went in yesterday. And um, it's going to be there till it goes into Libra, which is the 22nd of September. And so there it is. There's a month. And Mercury, however, is going to stay there and it'll, it'll be less time because it moves faster than the sun so on the 5th of september which is really not that far away it's like almost like not even two weeks um the 5th of september mercury is going to go into libra so then we're going to have air and venus will go into uh leo next month but you know so this is a just a, a mini transition this is just a lot of earth right now time to get some practical matters taken care of um and until really the fifth, and then we'll have one less planet in Earth. We'll, we'll just get, we'll get one more in air. So that's good. We need some words. We need words to discuss and to think and to process and to analyze and, and stuff. Um, so in the meantime, if you have practical things, if you want to, you know, clean your closets, <laughs> if you have, you know, Maybe you're, you're filing the tax deadline for the October 15th deadline in the United States. Maybe you're figuring out some, you know, practical moves for business or, or you know, your home. These are all good things to do right now. And it's, you know, it's the things we have to do. It's the duties we have to do. It's our responsibilities. And it's good to have some earth every now and again. Um, this is a lot of Earth, but we had a lot of Earth anyway. Saturn and Jupiter and Pluto all in Capricorn all year. Um, for, for most of the year, Saturn stepped out a bit and went into Aquarius. But um, Ju Jupiter is, you know, still very much, you know, a fiery planet even though it's in an earth sign it's it's a little sagittarius and 
you know, it, it lightens up that earth a bit. And Uranus and Taurus certainly does the same. It's, it's not a typical uh, transit for Uranus. And so, um, so in the meantime, one of the things that we need to think about is what practical matters must we tend to? What boring things do we need to work with um, at this moment? What is not entirely fun for us, but we need to, you know, handle it anyway? What, what do we need to work on? And so those are, those are good things to do every now and again in this time of year when the sun goes into Virgo. It's that back to school feeling. And we are not back to a normal life. So there's a lot of people who aren't sending their kids back to school because they're still learning from home. And so there's a lot of things that we need to uh, figure out relative to the current cycles. And the Earth planets will help us do that. The planets in Virgo will help us do that. They're a little strategic. They're analytical. And, you know, Mercury's in its own sign. So that's good. It's not all Saturn and Mars, which we're going to talk about. Um, so Mercury in its, in its own sign is good right now. And they do support the Capricorn planets and they do support Uranus and Taurus. So this is all helpful to process what's gone on all year, you know? So, you know, I, I'm expecting that by the time we move through the next few weeks, we're going to have a little bit of a, a better handle on what's to come as far as, you know, reopening of places and, and what's next. So, Okay, so that's the first thing. The other thing is that we start having some big aspects this week. And remember that Mars is in Aries and it's starting to slow down and it's been reaching each planet one at a time. It's been going to square those Capricorn planets. And tomorrow it squares Saturn. So Mars in its own sign, Aries, squares Saturn in its own sign, Capricorn. Tomorrow at 2.20 p.m. Eastern Time, which for me is 12.20 p.m., and that is a very strong combination. Now, um, Saturn likes being in Capricorn, Mars likes being in Aries, but Mars also likes being in Capricorn. So earlier this year, and I've said this before, but if you're just tuning in, um, Mars has visited Capricorn earlier this year, met up with all those Capricorn planets, and that's when the COVID really, the shutdowns really started back in March. And now Mars is revisiting those planets from a different angle. So Mars is talking to the planets in Capricorn a little more in a pushy way because Mars in Aries is pushy. It's, it's a pushier place. It, in its own sign. It's, it, it wants to initiate. It wants to be first. It wants to, you know, uh, be the warrior. And one of the things about this is that Mars is going to push Saturn and Saturn's going to push back because they're squaring each other. This is a challenging aspect. And we're feeling it already. I mean, we've been feeling it the last couple days. If you feel like you're plodding along, if you feel like, you know, some people got depressed during this and you know it's been a little hard on some people mars saturn is hard because saturn is the wall saturn is like you know the guard that stands at the gate and says uh excuse me what are you doing here who are you and what is this and mars is like get out of my way i'm just going through and you know it wants to push saturn out of the way and saturn will not have that so one of the one of the things that we need to pay attention to is 
where we put are pushing up against something that is pushing back against us or a resistance in our life where are we trying to come up with a strategy because that can be strategic mars and saturn and where is it that we're asking too much or we're pushing too forward or we're we're getting angry at certain circumstances or situations that you know like why won't why won't why won't my spouse change after all you know 20 years later why isn't your spouse changing um because <laughs> you know um they're not going to change to your specification that kind of thing um where's where's mars and aries in your chart think about it where does where do you feel like you want to push forward and you aren't able to where do you feel like you're angry or you're heated or you are banging your head you know the ram you're ramming your head against a wall. Where do you feel like you need to be strategic? Where do you feel like, um, you know, my teacher always said that Mars and Aries was the uncivilized man squaring Saturn to be like, you know, society is trying to, or government and society are trying to civilize the uncivilized. It's like, it's like taking a wild animal and bringing it in your house and trying to make, trying to make it like a tiger, a house cat. And that generally doesn't work. Um, <laughs> So there's got to be a way around those kinds of things um, and with them. And so Saturn, since it's the slower moving planet, usually wins. But there's a lesson in this. And there's a lesson of patience. Mars in Aries is not patient. Saturn Capricorn tells us we have to be. And people are aggravated. They do want to get out of their houses. They want to get out of this whole COVID thing. They want to stop. Um, you know, uh, being, being like, they want to stop the whole nonsense they feel is nonsense of, um, you know, that they don't have their rights or they don't have their ability to move forward. They, the people who feel that this is nonsense and they should be, you know, this is where we all have to sort of take a step back and calm down. Um, it's complicated it's not, there's no simple answer to this. And especially since Mars, okay, so back on the 4th of August, you know, it squared Jupiter. So that was one thing. And then on the 13th, it squared Pluto. And so that was another thing. And it's been intense. It's been really intense. That week, that second week, week and a half ago, that was really intense when Mars was squaring Pluto. And it's forcing us to transform, but it's also forcing us to not give up. Don't give up. Just observe and kind of obey the rules and even if you don't want to you've got to you've got to find some negotiation because it's a square there's got to be a negotiation somewhere and you know find the place that is comfortable and realize that you know you have to be patient other people are going through things too other people don't like their circumstances other people are ready to tear their hair out because they're tired of being at home or they, they can't get on an airplane like they normally would. Um, and then there's the people who are finding things out about themselves. And this is how this happens. When, we, when a door closes or isn't entirely open to us, you know, we find out things about ourselves that might be valuable. Like, I didn't know I had this in myself. I didn't know I could do this. And 
that's a really special thing to find out, to step back and say, hey, well, look at this. I can do this. And I didn't know I could. That's a good Mars-Saturn strategy because Mars wants to take action and Saturn wants to work. And so taking action towards new types of work or reevaluating the way you work or doing your work in a new way or something about your work and the way you want to press forward in your work, or if you're not working, how you want to live your life, then these are really valuable lessons. And so, you know, it's been a little complicated because of Mars Saturn. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's been an aspect already. So tomorrow's the exactitude of it. And after that hour in the afternoon tomorrow, um, in the Eastern time zone, um, it should let up a bit. It's still not entirely, um, going to be done. It's like, boom, the aspect's over and okay, that's it. I'm good. Finished. There's, there's some things that, you know, Saturn's saying, whoa, slow down, put the brakes on a little bit, Mars. And, you know, find out what, what you're just, if, if you're frustrated and that this is a frustrating aspect, if you feel frustrated then you need to kind of step back and ask yourself about the frustration and what could it potentially be about and how you can shift consciousness so that you're not frustrated. Okay. Then on Tuesday, Venus, that's in the sign of Cancer, Venus is going to oppose Jupiter. So this is Tuesday the 25th. Venus is going to oppose Jupiter. So Venus is now starting to move in the path of the cardinal signs that squares all those clusters in Capricorn. Okay, so now, what does this look like? Well, you know, yesterday the moon was in Libra, and the moon, it was hard. The moon was making aspect in a T-square, and that's like a table with only three legs, um, like a card table, a square table with only three legs. And so one of the things that I discussed on my Instagram yesterday was that I drew a little diagram and I explained that that cluster in Capricorn was getting the moon coming in and making a square and triggering everything because Mars was already squaring all of those planets and is on its way to squaring Saturn, exactly. And so the Libra moon just set it all off. And emotionally, so if you didn't feel great emotionally yesterday, this is why. And I definitely feel it lighter today than yesterday. Yesterday was hard. Um, but it, you know, one of the, when we have these T-squares, the outlet goes into the sign of cancer. Now, Venus wasn't ready to be in that zone yet. So Venus is in cancer, but was not in the zone of like the exact aspect to where Mars and the moon were. Venus isn't there yet. Venus is only with Jupiter right now. And so Venus goes opposite Jupiter. Now, on one level, that's very nice. These are the greater benefics. These are the benefics, the Venus and Jupiter, and, and these are pleasant, pleasant uh, relations, Venus and Jupiter, even though it's an opposition. It's at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. Now, if you are, um, you know, feeling all of this, as we all are, one of the things that's important to know, realize that, okay, so remember, the sun went through cancer, 
and Mars has been in Aries. So every time a planet goes through a cardinal sign, and I've mentioned the cardinal signs before, Capricorn, Cancer, Aries, Libra, every time a planet goes through there, meaning the moon does this every week, one of the one of those signs, um, it means that, you know, it's going to trigger that cluster of planets in Capricorn. And Venus is now opposing Jupiter, going to oppose Jupiter. It's not really an aspect. Going to oppose Jupiter. And then next Sunday, the 30th, gosh, it's almost the end of August. Um, it is the end of August. It, Venus is going to oppose Pluto. So remember what happens. In Aries or Libra, whenever a sign is, whenever they're in the same mode or modality which is cardinal in this case and cardinal is the initiators of the zodiac they're the initiators um whenever a planet goes through uh you know okay so right now we're dealing with cardinal when we've got this cluster in capricorn when another planet goes through any of those other three signs it's going to hit those planets when it's in for our time being now when it goes into libra or Aries, it's going to square them, which is the challenge. So that's that's the challenge. When it goes into Cancer, it's opposing them. And so oppositions are more like a seesaw, like, well, we're, we're trying to navigate both of these things. We're, we're weighing things. We're, we're balancing. We're trying to look at both sides of the equation. And it's often about relationships because the clustering Capricorn is one thing and the you know, Capricorn is a little stoic. Cancer is not. Cancer is emotional and sensitive. They may not tell you how they're feeling. You may have to divine how they're feeling. <laughs> um, and they often want you to do that, <laughs> those Cancerians. Um, they, they want, they're not going to tell you. You have to guess <laughs> or you have to intuit how they're feeling. They are... Um, Really, they're the opposition. And so there's this emotional water sign of cancer and sensitive. And then it's getting smacked around by three planets in Capricorn. So when Venus goes in there, goes into that fray, Venus is going to be, you know, she's the goddess. And she's going to go in. And now the goddess is like, whoa, what am I going to do with all these guys? You know, and she's got to talk to them one by one very sweetly because she's in cancer so the first thing she does is she opposes jupiter and then the good news is that on thursday and that means it's very close in aspect neptune gets a trine from venus because she's in cancer so neptune's in pisces venus is in cancer so this is a very nice water trine and this is going to be supportive to this whole thing so the 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 place that Neptune is in is really in sextile, which is a very smooth, nice aspect. And Neptune is intuitive and psychic and visionary and creative. And it does make a good relationship to those Capricorn planets. And it is at a place where it can make a good relationship to those planets. And so therefore, it's going to support us through the journey. Um, now that the sun is no longer in Leo, it's not supporting Mars anymore. So we're we're looking at things being in a different in a different. Now we're looking towards Neptune to support us. You know, 
And Neptune is spirit, and it's our spiritual life, and it's our vision and our intuition, and those are the things we need to pay attention to to get through a lot of this. So Venus will make aspect opposite Jupiter, then Venus will try Neptune, and then it will oppose Pluto on Sunday. So Venus is very busy this week. So relationships, be unconditionally loving. Um, think about your friends who are having a harder time than you are. Think about the world at large and that everybody is having a hard time. Be unconditionally supportive and loving and patient with people. If you're frustrated, again, more Saturn, look to the people whose situations are much harder than yours and send them light and compassion. That's what Venus Neptune wants you to do. That's what Venus Jupiter wants you to do. And so this is a lovely relationship, Venus to Jupiter, and then trying to Neptune. Once she gets in that opposition to Pluto, things are a little more rocky. And if you are a Venus-Pluto person, you may have some memories of relationships past, because it's a recurrence, and relationships past, losses, um, it, something may come up. Pay attention. It also helps you learn how far you've come since those things have happened to you. Um, but Venus-Pluto is very passionate and sexy. And the goddess wants to frolic. You know, she's in Pluto's realm. And if you don't know the Persephone myth, I suggest, and I've mentioned it here on this podcast before, I suggest you look up the Persephone myth um, and read about it because that's Venus-Pluto. So Mercury is also busy this week. So the same day that Venus opposes Jupiter, which is Tuesday, Mercury is going to try and Uranus. So this is very good for intellectual thinking, for big, bright ideas, for creativity, for thinking and being, um, you know, innovative, brilliant, um, and profoundly creative. Very good. Um, then later in the week, we're going to get some more Mercury action as Mercury opposes Neptune. So it's doing, you know, Mercury's in Virgo. So it's going to try Uranus, you know, it's going to talk very nicely to Uranus. And then it's going to try Jupiter on Saturday the 29th because it's, remember, it's in a nice earthy sign. And then it's going to oppose Neptune because Neptune is in Pisces. When Mercury was in Pisces, it was retrograde earlier this year, and that was a bit of a mess. And that's when things started to, like, we started to hear about the pandemic. That was back in February, and we didn't know what to think. And is it going to come here, or maybe not? Or people are starting to close things and cancel things. What's that about? And, like, we didn't know what the truth was. So remember that when we get this uh, Sunday, August 30th, the Mercury opposite Neptune. That's there's some views of that make remembrances of what happened back when it conjunct Neptune back in February. So, okay. So Mercury's busy. Venus is busy. They make some good aspects this week. The one that we really have to watch out for is the Mars Saturn tomorrow. So if we get through this, we're going to be okay. And if we can get through, um, you know, that, and that might be the, the stickler. Um, you know, we are really being in a place where we, you know, can sort of stand back and look at uh, the lesson and how to handle it. Yes. And then we move into September, and, you know, September's a little bit of a, 
a rocking month because Mars is going to retrograde. Um, which brings me to tell you that if you have not seen my Mars effect video about you know how Mars is affecting all the planets and it's going to continue to do that and hit that cluster in Capricorn um, through the end of the year and into January, then if you are interested in hearing more about that and what this feels like and the election and all sorts of things, then you can go to my website, thegoldenastrologer.com and go to book online and you will find a place to purchase the, uh, uh, the video and audio files of my webinar. And it's only $20, so I invite you to do that. And the half hour goes so quickly. So this is a week for brilliant thinking. This is a week to be patient. This is a week to be compassionate. This is a week to be a little sexy, maybe. <laughs> and, you know, try to find your heart in all of this for the other person. And the compassion for others is really important right now. And no matter how bad your situation is, I'm sure there's somebody who's worse. And that's not to downplay anyone at all. Um, but, you know, and be grateful. Be grateful when you think about your situation and, and your life and that we're all in this together. Remember that we're all in this together. So we have compassion and gratitude that we're, you know, it's not one person going through this alone in the world and being tortured by this, these circumstances. It's all of us trying to figure it out. And we're all trying to figure it out together. So you're not alone. And be there for other people. Reach your hand out. Tell people you love them. Tell people you're grateful for them in your life. And I thank you for listening. I am grateful to all of you for listening. And I continue to support you in your journey. Um, I have an Instagram where I make videos. And that's The Golden Astrologer. My website's thegoldenastrologer.com. My Twitter is at Deb Astrology. And if you are interested in booking a session with me, you can go to my Golden Astrologer website and just click book online and you will be able to book a session with me. And, you know, please keep listening. And if you need to reach out and ask questions, uh, by all means, I also have a YouTube channel, The Golden Astrologer, and I invite you to look at that. Thank you so much and have a beautiful week.